Hey my friends, welcome back to the show. I'm really excited to talk about today's topic. Having been in leadership for over 15 years, I've made or witnessed many mistakes made in leadership. In today's episode, we talk about five common mistakes to avoid as a new leader. You might want to grab a notebook and pen because these are some important and tactical ways to increase your odds of success as a leader. Are you feeling exhausted, burned out, and unfulfilled in your leadership? Do you struggle with perfectionism and people-pleasing? Do you find yourself left with no time or energy to care for yourself and your family? Hey friend, welcome to the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast. I'm Tanya, wife, mom, leader, and Jesus lover. For years, I tried to find success and worthiness the world's way only to feel overwhelmed, anxious, and unfulfilled. It wasn't until I surrendered my life and leadership that I truly found freedom. I discovered that we can be effective, purpose-driven leaders while living a life of peace and abundance. In this podcast, we're going to walk through practical solutions for doing life and leadership God's way. If you want to find fulfillment and lead with purpose, If you want to escape the chaos and find peace, if you want to find the freedom to live the life you were called to, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers, sister friends. It's time to dig in. I remember my early years as a frontline manager. I had not gone looking for a leadership role, It just kind of dropped in my lap. Prior to any official title, though, I do think many of my peers saw me as an informal leader. I've always tried to work with a heart of service, doing what's right because it's the right thing to do, having an intuitive sense about the impact a given decision will make, and seeking team unity and collaboration. Going from peer to leader, however, posed challenges I was not fully prepared for. Right or wrong, a leadership title creates a different set of expectations and a higher level of scrutiny. It often feels like we have less latitude to be human. The journey of going from peer to leader has offered many opportunities for growth and humility. The very first mistake I made, and I encourage you not to make, was to base my decision-making on a primary goal of looking like a hero to my team. So I'm going to call mistake number one, making hasty decisions based in people-pleasing. In other words, the primary motivator for my decision was to win favor with my staff. I did not stop and take the time to consider all the short and long-term implications of my decision. I did not make the decision with my primary consumer in mind. I'm in the healthcare industry. The most important consumers are our patients. Every decision should start with the question, is this in the best interest of the patients we serve? Well, this particular decision did win me early favor with my team, but it was not the right thing for our patients. Several years later, I had to reverse that decision 
in order to best meet the needs of our patients. This, of course, brought dissatisfaction and certainly did not win me favor with the team. However, I was better able to communicate the why behind the decision. They couldn't argue with the fact that it was in the best interest of our patients to return to a practice I had too hastily discontinued in my early days of leadership. That leads me to mistake number two, leading with the what instead of the why. It is a rare group of people who function well under an autocratic form of leadership. I've experienced and witnessed circumstances in which leaders tell their teams what to do and how to do it without first explaining the why behind it. You may get what appears to be the desired response on the outset, and people may do what they're told, but have you really achieved what is desired in leadership? As leaders, isn't the goal to develop a team that chooses to follow your lead because they understand and are invested in the purpose behind the work? If all you do is set forth a list of to-dos and dictate the what and the how they are to do the work, you've given them no opportunity to understand the value behind the work or to give valuable input. You've not taken the time to invest in them. Thus, you risk their unwillingness to invest in you. Even when the ask is not something your team will be happy about, or something you would rather not have to ask them. They are far more likely to respect you and your message if you seek to be transparent and help them understand why you need them to do what you're asking. On to mistake number three, making changes before building relationship. If your goal as a leader is to build a team that will follow you and respect your leadership, I think it is essential that you start with building relationship. Get to know your team members. Seek to understand what is important to them, what drives them to be and do their best. Seek to understand the work they do every day. Seek to serve them and support who they are in and outside the confines of the work environment. Be willing to be humble and transparent about, about what you will need from them in order to be successful as their leader. It's very important to build trust before looking to make major changes in the early months of leadership. Now that's not to say that you shouldn't address things that pose significant issues to the safety or well-being of those you serve. There are, unfortunately, some circumstances that require immediate action and cannot be ignored while working to build relationship with team members. This is another instance where communi communicating the why becomes important. Mistake number four, choosing arrogance and pride over humility and vulnerability. Sometimes in an effort to appear as if we are capable and competent, we're reluctant to admit our mistakes. We think we need to appear as if we have it all together, we have all the answers, and that we are right in every situation. 
The reality is that none of us is perfect. We all make mistakes. Failure is life's best teacher. But if you're too prideful or arrogant to see or admit that you make mistakes, you will miss some of the best opportunities to grow in your leadership and to build trust with your team. The people you lead are human and they make mistakes. You have to be prepared to serve and mentor them through their mistakes, investing in their success. You are human and you will make mistakes. Having the humility and vulnerability to admit when you have made a mistake allows your team to see that you are trusting them enough to be vulnerable and that you value them enough to let them support your success as you look to learn from your mistakes and do better in the future. The fastest road to building mistrust is to pretend you know it all, can do it all, and will not take ownership of the mistakes you make. While we need to be responsible, appropriately discreet, and professional with our messaging, it is important to be authentic and truthful. People appreciate transparency. They are far more accepting of our mistakes and demonstration of humility than any attempt to act as if we are infallible or incapable of making a mistake. In allowing those we lead to have opportunities to extend grace to us, we create a safe space for them to be human and vulnerable and trust that we will be grace-giving in return. Mistake number five, and this is a big one, and this is the one that I consider probably the most important. Mistake number five is a failure to communicate. Communication can make or break you as a leader. In all of my one-on-one -on -one meetings with frontline staff over the years, the most common theme I hear is one of communication. If staff are satisfied, they note good communication from and with their leader. If they are dissatisfied, they note a lack of effective communication from and with their leader. People expect to have communication that is clear, consistent, concise, and considerate. They expect us to close the loop. If a concern is raised and the leader expresses intent to act on that concern, then we need to provide follow-up as the outcome or the status of that response. They expect to be kept in the loop with things that affect them. And it is important to verify that people actually hear what you intended to say. I've seen so many instances of people hearing something completely different than what was said or intended. When you communicate to team members, you need to communicate in a way that they understand and that is meaningful to them. Communicating with positive intent is key to building a trusting environment. Don't communicate in a way that tries to show them how much you know. People will smell pride, arrogance, and self-promotion a mile away. They value authenticity and transparency. There's a great quote by Theodore Roosevelt that says, people don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care. If people feel reassured that they are seen, 
heard, validated, and valued, they are much more likely to demonstrate a willingness to listen and to be influenced. In case you missed some of the key points, I'm going to quickly recap the five mistakes we talked about to avoid as a new leader. Mistake number one, making hasty decisions based in people-pleasing. Mistake number two, leading with the what instead of the why. Mistake number three, making big changes before building relationships. Mistake number four, choosing arrogance and pride over humility and vulnerability. Mistake number five, failing to communicate effectively. Of all five, the last one is the one I consider most important. If you focus on effective communication, the other things will most likely fall naturally into place. I pray this message gives you some practical tools that contribute to success in your leadership journey. And honestly, most of these things will contribute to success in any aspect of your life. So thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, be grateful and grace-filled. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you are enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free community, the Grace Filled Leader Facebook group. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journey. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3.20 Until next time, God bless you, friend.